Hey everyone, welcome to Feld Rockstar Club Podcast. Oh, hello. Surprise! I know, you're too busy with your anagram. <coughs> um, uh, hi, yeah, so it's a podcast that talks about music, mental health and a dash of fashion. That's right. And mainly because we are a shop, we represent the good people of Best Days Vintage. Mm-hmm. Uh, a vintage clothing emporium in the heart of Colchester. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, you don't have to just shop there. You can shop online wherever you're from. We're not just talking to Colchester people. Yeah. We're talking to Russians. We're talking to the Japanese. Indians. And Indians, that's right. Americans. Yep. People all from Barnsley. Come one, come all. Mm-hmm. I, well, I imagine the Barnsley folk would have left a couple of weeks ago. After, after the, the armpit into the, yeah. the knee pit. Yeah. Interestingly, we're up for an award in Colchester, aren't we? Probably. Probably well, up for we'll an award. we nominated for one. Biggest wankers in Colchester. <laughs> we're very confident picking that one up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, before we get going, um, could you explain to the good people of Colchester, oh no, just the podcast, it's not Colchester, podcast, who we are, etc, etc, yeah, all, well, all that jazz. That guy fumbling over every <laughs> word introduction. is Stephen Robert Hurdle. He has some BA honours. I'm Jeremy Peter Dixon, no BA honours You wouldn't know it, off. would you, with that You intro. wouldn't know it, but I mean, it's the end of a very hard Monday, busy weekend. <laughs> no, yours wasn't. You said you'd been at the pub. I went to the pub Saturday for three pints. There you go. Well, that's enough these days. Three whole pints. I'd feel quite groggy after three pints these days. Do you know what, actually? Do you want me to interrupt your intro? Oh, no, no, please. I'm talking of three pints. Done. <coughs> yeah, whatever. I see around. Uh, so I was in the, we were in the pub, yep. and I was talking to my lady wife, the sure. um, my current wife, um, and I was, it's been a bit of a tough time, and I was having a bit of a moan, I was talking about everything, I was like, I was flipping this, that, the other happened find it really difficult at the moment etc etc and a geezer next to me he said sorry i didn't mean to interrupt said you're the guy from best days vintage and i was like yep and he went i just want to say that although i never bought anything at your shop i follow you on instagram and i genuinely love everything that you do and i think it's really special um the, all the amount of things you do to help people i think it's amazing and just want to say i just wanted to say that now, that is lovely. What I'd like him to do is also mm-hmm. buy something. You can come buy it. That's the best way to thank us. Mm. I know. It's hard, isn't it? Because I did, I was, it did no, help. That, that I, needed, the... I needed it at the time because yeah. I was feeling low. And in a way, actually, that's better than money, isn't it? That's like a ge- mm. somebody genuinely <clears throat> rec- recognising what you've done. Yeah. Well, we've done and that's like, lovely and yeah so uh, he said yeah i've seen obviously i follow you on instagram i think it's great all the stuff you do with like mental health with young people he was a scout leader oh well, there you go mm. he's in that same vein himself so i had to change tack from moaning about how shit it is <laughs> to talking to going into pr mode and talking about all the things that we do yeah well but i bet when you as you were listening I mean, it was you were thinking oh yeah we are well no we, we do I, I don't doubt that I always, I've always known that, yeah. So, hey, and it's kind of like I guess I needed it at the time, you know. Yeah. Little kind of. Well, it's nice when those things happen, just mm. when you need it, mm. you know. Yeah. Lady Luck shines upon you. Well, not Lady Luck, Fate. Maybe. I don't know what it was. That's the same thing. Yeah. Scout leader. <laughs> oh, Kayla. Yeah. Dib dib dob dob and all that. What is that we do? I don't know what they do yeah. over there. I I was only in, I was in Cubs for one week. Yeah. Hated it. Well, I mean, it wasn't <clears> the cubbing that I hated. It was just I didn't. Have any friends at Cubs? So anyway, so if you want to follow us, if you want to follow us because you feel sorry for Jez with no friends at Cubs, <laughs> uh, um, at the at I, best I've got days friends vintage, now. I've got a hundred friends now. <laughs> at best days vintage Instagram, bestdaysvintage.co.uk. I've got as many friends as you've got cows. <laughs> yeah, do but I mean, please, uh, <laughs> without sounding desperate, Dan. Uh, <laughs> Do do please go to bestdaysvintage.co.uk and buying anything from our website really does help. Every sale makes a difference for us at the moment. It's been a tough couple of months, if I'm being completely honest. Hmm. Uh, or you can go to our uh, GoFundMe page if you want to help us out with just the the counselling side of what we do. That's great too. That's gratefully. Our, fr- our, our accountant gave us donated twenty pounds to the counselling thing. Lovely stuff. And friend. Uh, okay, so. To get us in the mood for music, yep. you're going to drop a 
Get this, on your, get this on your latest playlist. What? Rap. Rap. Put this on your latest playlist. Take off the oasis. Replace it with some chasing status. Why you gotta say this? Trying to make your playlist A-list. Oh, uh, yeah. I really need to listen to that jingle again. You ever listen to the podcast? I put it on every jingle, every podcast. Yeah, no, I do. Oh. But... Stick no, it on what, your latest playlist. I don't listen to it every week. Something about chasing status. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a little work of art in itself. Anyway, this week's song is by a band called Water From Your Eyes. Ooh. Who are an experimental pop duo. Ooh. Yeah. The song is called Quotations. Ooh. I yeah. like the sound of these. Yep. These guys. Uh, it's really hard to... Dis- like, I, I can't define it. it like, I can't pigeonhole it. It's... It's unpigeonholeable. It's unpigeonholeable. Wow. All I can do is point you in the direction, urge you to go and listen to it. If you're going to have to, if you're going to have to, or your family die, <laughs> what band would you kind of say they were like? Oh, maybe like Animal Collective. Okay. Something like that. Like it's like there's no guitars. It was all sort of dreamy. Dr- yeah, a bit dreamy. Drum machines and synths and stuff like okay, that. Nice. But melodic, interesting rhythms. Yeah. Uh, kind of atmospheric. Good melody. Quite. quite yeah, I thought so. But quite a sort of hooky, repetitive line in there. Uh, yeah, but really hard to define. Okay. I'd say. That's why it's experimental pop is what I've okay. gone with. Yeah. It's accessible. It's not, like, challenging. Oh, come on. Footy. Okay, well... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so quotations by Water From Your Eyes is my recommendation. I think I like that name. I think it's quite long. It's not water from your eyes. Yeah, that's uh, just a silly way of saying tears, isn't it? Yeah, just call yourself tears. That's actually quite a good name. Yeah, it must but be tears. Maybe it must be a bank. I think there's a bank of tears. Called tears. Yeah. A bank. tears for the fears. They would have been after uh, lockdown. Mm. The very tears with an eye. Mm. I think I was thinking of just calling a band best days. Why not? The house band. <laughs> yeah, like Midlake. Yeah, there's not many, you know. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so... It's news time. News! <laughs> news! Podcast Live! Special guest, Hall of Fame star. Oh, yeah. Performing live. Yep. Did you know that? Well, I don't, don't think I've told you. What, Katie? We'll see in the news. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, it was intriguing. New storm damage oh. we shall rebuild. Yep. In there. Oh, a song for sale. Oh, yeah. What's just been up to this weekend? <laughs> Having a wank, probably. <laughs> and then, top news! Top ten green countries to travel around. Oh, okay. And where did the UK come? Boom, boom, boom. Okay, well, this is an intriguing bunch of headlines, as always. Yeah, of course. Let's well, go so. through them in more detail, please, because I don't understand a lot of that. Yeah, so... What have we got first? You'll find out after the break. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Podcast Live, special guest is going to be performing a Hall of Fame star. Oh, right. So somebody's coming and they're going to perform a perform song. At, no, they're performing at the Podcast Live. Somebody's in the Hall of Fame? Well, that's... Going to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, today. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So, um, our Hall of, today's oh. Hall of Fame star... I've asked they, she's going to be playing a okay. gig at the begin, beginning of the podcast. To get oh, lovely! In the mood. Oh, lovely! A whole set before we go. So I'm gonna. So I've invited her to play twenty minutes to twenty five minutes, seven till seven thirty. Aren't you worried that we are gonna then feel like a damp squib afterwards? No, because it would be a nice thing because she's been in the Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. It all like ties together. Yeah. So yeah, no, but she's very good. It's like... okay. We'll be talking. We'll be professionally talking. So she's been playing with. Uh, she's been playing like a yeah. It's a little set before okay. the gig. So to get people in the mood, so when people get here, oh, they can turn that's, up, that's sit up down the a bit, on it? the seats and stuff yep. like that. So yeah. So if you listen to today's podcast, you will find you will you find out who that's going to be. You'll find out who that will be. But if you weren't incentivized enough to come to this thing, mm-hmm. well, I never. There You're you in go. for a treat now, and it's free, and it's going to be wine free, and it's, and be it's live. Yeah. We've started to get people um, applying. Well, not yeah. even applying, just saying, can I come? Can I come, yeah. 
Yep, oh, so yeah. Or old boy, huh? <clears throat> Not yet, a little gig. Plus, the it's very exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Storm damage, we shall rebuild. Just, just oh. remind them of the date. When is it? April, 2nd of April, Saturday, 2nd of April. Mm-hmm. And if you want to come to the podcast live, FRC live, um, send us a DM on Instagram. To reserve your to space. reserve your place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've only got a limited 20, 25 places, mm-hmm. max. Absolute max. Um, Storm damage, we shall rebuild. Unfortunately, we yeah, had storm this damage. Some, this is some bad news. Mm. So on Friday, the wind... Well, storm we, Eunice. Storm Eunice came in and blew the window, one of the window frames in and buggered all the windows up and smashed the window, buggered up the window frame. So, yeah. We didn't need that. We didn't need that on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. After, you know, came in a Saturday morning, already stewing, came into that shit show. I had to spend an hour and a half, two hours, and the uh, on our neighbours looking at the, the CCTV because I thought some riffraff had done it, but no one went near it, so it could only have been a ghost <laughs> or storm. Or storm yeah. well, I don't believe in ghosts, so, so it's looking like old units. Yeah. <clears throat> um, a song for sale. What's just been up to this weekend? He's been selling himself. Yeah. Well, not just this weekend. I've been cracking on today too. Okay. So I th- I have this kind of sort of philosophy not philosophy that's probably too grandiose a term but I like the idea that everybody deserves a song written about them and I also like the idea of selling things on our website so with that in mind I thought you know the vintage world is a crowded marketplace now there's a lot of uh, vintage websites and a lot of places you can get your vintage what can set us apart what can I do that not that many people can do that's write a song in a very short space of time. So, if over the weekend, if you bought something from our website, you will receive a song penned by me in your inbox. So that's what I've been doing. I've got a bit of a backlog. I've got to uh, pull my finger out. you got more coming. More come on. Well, it's, it's been extended for the rest of this week. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Matt's put a big flashing box on the okay. website. So, if, so yeah. expect the sales to come flooding in. <laughs> Yep. Chess Dixon fans. Well, turns out there's not that many, but still. And one one guy who's an old fan of our band, Steve, as you well know, he requested a one of our old songs. Rather than a personal song, he wanted an old an old song. So mm-hmm. he bought himself a tote bag to to pay for that. But I think that's quite sweet. I do. <coughs> I think it was really, he, a little know, sweet thing to do. That he bothered to Yeah, that he cared that much. That he cared, he yeah. cared enough. That's nice. So there you go. So, so if you want a to, special yeah. song written by, by mm. you, especially from Jez Dixon, yep, personalised, then go onto our onto the website and you can make a purchase, and he will be sending you one. Yep, no okay. extra, no extra cost. You do all you'll get the clothing that you've ordered, or the you know the, the product the product that you've asked for plus a song. Mm. I mean, that's pretty special, I'd say. Mm. Well, I mean, we'll see. We're going to rhyme with Ed Patel. Tittle tattle. Battle. Mm, there you go. Is a, a strong yeah. rhyme. There you go. They won't always rhyme. I mean, they tend to, yeah. because otherwise I lack focus. Yes. And then, um, top ten green oh, countries yeah, yeah. to travel around. Now, this intrigues me. I haven't given... You, well, I've you got teased the, it with I have where, got where, the top ten. So what, what's this based on? Um, this has done a report written by a company called Heliox, which are mm. a... Um, a company... <laughs> Uh, that specialise in um, environmental travel and that sort of stuff interestingly they're from the Netherlands so have a guess is there a a bias guess who's at number one are they number one Mm -hmm. the Dutch number one with all that fog of weed smoke everywhere they um, they said the researchers praised its praised its public transport network well they do like the bicycles electric vehicle rollout yeah and EV charging infrastructure, mm-hmm. including the world's largest bus charging depot. Okay. Hmm. There you go. Although, there was bias there. That's one of the things in the article it said, is, yeah. is there bias there? Okay. Second, Luxembourg. Okay, the neighbours. <laughs> has he only visited mm. the, uh, the low countries? It's all European countries. Right, okay. So, oh, 20 green countries travel in Europe, not the world. Right, okay. Mm. Um, Luxembourg. Luxembourg number two. Public okay. transport is free to access. Wow, that's good. And the rollout of EV charging is surging. 
although they have a really bad um, fossil fuel policy. Mm. So it kind of like, well, how are they so high when they've got this? Yeah. But allegedly it was. Where do you think the UK came in the top ten? We're in the, we made the top ten? We made the top ten. Okay. Uh, nine. Ten. Oh. Well, still, nice to be in the top ten. Mm. So why did the UK only rank tenth? Heliox said that its score was undermined by poor access to public transport, a dearth of green public transport options, Mm -hmm. a sparse EV charging network, and Mm -hmm. a lack of financial incentives to encourage people to buy zero-emission vehicles. Mm -hmm. That's fair. As far as I'm aware, I haven't seen any electric public transport. No. Well, I think they're starting to in London. London's London buses they've done, but they are struggling with the batteries, so heavy. But they've, they've got one got one like a prototype right okay so mm. they're trying there's a bit of so we'll watch this space but I, it seems to me but yeah so the top 10 is UK 10 9 Austria 8 Slovenia mm. 7 the Frenchese 6 Belgium 5 Estonia Estone 4 Germany yep. 3 Sweden 2 Luxembourg 1 Holland no. okay I'm surprised Norway's not. Yeah. I'd have thought they'd have been there. They're probably in the top Very 10 green. or something, but you think. If you're not in the top 10 and you're in Europe, I mean, you're yeah. probably a bit of a shit show, really. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. Okay, well, that was very interesting. Always. <laughs> Thank you for the news, Stephen. The poos. You know, for a man who hosts a fucking music podcast. You know fuck all about music. If I can go. So it was poos. Right, that's it's quiz time. Now I'm quite worried. Now that I think about this one, this might be a magnet for dead air. So I will have to do some commentary while you have a think about these. I'm going to give you 20, 30 seconds on each one. Okay. Do I, some, do I to write some, something down? Yeah, you need to... I think This I mean, is great for a podcast. Yeah. Well, they'll hear the rattling of your pen <clears> and your brain whirring, as usual. So, the, these are musical anagrams. They're all... Now, when I said, warn Steve, this is going to be anagrams, he didn't know what an anagram <laughs> was. <laughs> so, maybe don't wait too long if, you're not, if you feel like you're not going to get it. But I feel like you can. What you've got to do is rearrange these, rearrange these letters... Into a solo artist. A solo artist. Okay, that's uh, it's that specific. Mm. So the foot number one. I'm a jerk, but listen. So write that down. I'm. I'm a, a jerk, but listen. Jerk, but. You rearrange those letters. They will give you the name of a solo musical artist. I'm flipping it. <laughs> so Steve's out. He's on a. So I'm gonna stare at it. Just. Din. Yep. Keep going. Ja, hang on. Justin. Well, how many Justin solo um, artists do you know? B. No. Justin. No, it's not Bieber. The other one. Justin. <laughs> what have you got left? Cake. Uh... Yeah, there's a cake in it. Of course there is. <laughs> hang on, go with that, go with that. Think, think of the Justin. You've done the hard part. No. It's um, not Bieber. Burr. Who can it be? Justin Burr. You've <laughs> <laughs> got a T left, haven't you? Have I? Oh, yeah, yeah. Should have. Hang on, I've got an M. Justin T- Timberlake. Hey, oh. There he goes. Oh. Justin, yeah. Oh, this is going to be hard. Justin Timberlake. I'm never going to get this. No, but I mean, you, you got the Justin straight away. I'm surprised you did that. I don't know how I did but that. But you can have that, that's fine. Right, number two. Shut it now, honey. Shut it now. now. That's an N. Yeah, now. your N looks like a W. That's going to hold you. Yeah, <laughs> hold now. you back, honey. Honey, yeah. Shut it now, honey. I'll give, it's a female solo artist. So I'll give you. Okay. I'll give you that much. Sha. There's no way I'm going to say Shania. Oh, that was my tummy. My tummy just went then. Oh, fuck knows. He's, he's gone with the fuck knows. No, it's not. There's no F in it. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. It's too much pressure. I can't do this. <laughs> okay, that's Whitney Houston. I'm never going to get that. No. Okay, well, try this one. This is a bit shorter. 
Worst data. Worst. Data as in someone who dates. D-A-T-E-R. Is there anything like coming straight out? It's a man. It's a man solo artist. Um. I think he's sexy. And so does he. That's his clue. Okay. Um. Do, do you think he's sexy? I said Fred. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. His, his first name, you go fishing with it. Rod. Rod. There he goes. Rod Stewart. Number four. Well done, Steve. Number four. No, I decline. Okay, you have to give me a clue. Woman or man? So that's a female. A female. Female diva. Okay. Um, Deonce. Pausing there because there's some argy bargy going on. That's because you're working with Colchester. Outside, I mean. Talk about you just talking to yourselves while I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah. Steve's just thinking, you can hear the the real essence of the streets here on Colchester. A lovely town, I think. Hopefully, soon to become a city, but it does have a riffraff element. <laughs> Unavoidable. <laughs> the, the, the. Seem to congregate on this street, specifically outside our shop. But we. <laughs> Apologies for the, the filthy language. <laughs> I can't work in these conditions, can I? You get back to your own work. No, I don't know. I can't. Oh, oh it's just, Celine Dion. Oh, I'm not going to get any of these. Okay, okay. I can't even see. Oh, I was a C. <laughs> Number five. Creep brings tunes. Uh, creep. It's a man. Brings so. tunes. It's a man. Yeah. All, all the letters are there. Um, and the double E... It's important. Is it, I mean, the double E stay together in his okay. last name. In his last name. He's a blue collar guy. A shaking Stephen. <laughs> um, New Jersey, I think. Bruce. Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. Oh, God, it's still going on. Right, what, we might lose another window God, here. These bloody chavs uh, sometimes. Okay. Number six, library woman. Library. Library woman. woman. Is it a woman? It's not a woman, it's a man. But he came out as a homosexual recently, even though so, I believe he was married to a woman. Michael Barrymore. <laughs> not Michael Barrymore. Is remember that? He, one of his hits. Uh, Rhymes with Shandy. I believe it's a slang term for some drugs. I forget which one. I say I forget. No idea. That's Barry Manilow. No way, has he come out, sir? Yeah. <laughs> Get out. I know. So, man, I mean, which kind of annoys me that Mandy, you know, beautiful love song. Mm. There was no Mandy. Mm. It was an Andy. Yeah. <laughs> or a Mandy. Derek. Yeah. yeah. Didn't fit with his, his meter. Right. Number seven. Unrealistic air hag. Oh, God. Unrealistic <laughs> air hag. Man or woman? A woman. Again, a diva, a pop okay. diva. Um, a, quite a dirty one. That's oh. a clue. <laughs> he's, check, he's double checking the letter, he's gone for the clue. <laughs> <laughs> he's bought <laughs> it. The eyes were lit up, he knows mm. he's got it. Christina. Yep. I can't even. Aguilera. Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. Aguilera. Unrealistic air hag. It's a good anagram, mm. isn't it, for her? Mm. 
Number eight is another female one. Witty Floras. I T T Y F L L O R A S. Okay. Witty, Witty Floras. Floras. Yep. Woman. A woman. That's right. A woman. Uh, now our Hall of Fame entry today. Big fan. Okay. That's, that's the only clue I'll give you. That clue's not very helpful for you playing at home. I hope no. you've got your pens and papers out. No. And I've got yeah. it before. So I mean, you've just switched off because I'm not saying much. It's so hard. It's, like, it's always the pressure of knowing I have to say something. Yeah, I, know. Fill the air. I think, I mean, maybe next series you should quiz me just for. Yeah. Or maybe we shouldn't do a quiz. No, I had to. But it's a sta- I mean, it's a standard podcast. Uh... Yeah, I know. I haven't got a clue. That's Taylor Swift. Oh, that's what I was thinking of there, yeah. but I couldn't remember <laughs> what her name was. I knew that. Oh, the lessons did chop- it. I know, also okay. chops from, um, yeah. Number nine. My the, brain doesn't really the, work this way. The torture is almost over. Number nine, Sweaty Ken. <laughs> Fuck me. Ken Bruce. Sweaty, is that it? <laughs> sweaty Ken Bruce. He's just going to write Bruce. It's not Ken. Ken Bruce, no. Sweaty, his name's not Ken. Oh. Um. It, uh, it's a male... But he's a male artist. Okay. Uh, he's been in the news a lot recently. He's kind of gone a bit cuckoo. I mean, he always was cuckoo, but he's... He's more cuckoo. He's doing more and more sort of outrageous things. He, uh, why? That's a why. It's a big why there in this. Yep. Uh, he, Can he... Actually, he's got a connection with the previous answer. I'll say Kenny, it's not Kenny. Not <laughs> Kenny. The first name sounds a bit like Kenny. We- it's a sort of rap version of Kenny. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Keanu. 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 It's his jobs. Kanye West. looking fella. Kanye West. I you couldn't even think of his name. That's, that tells you what I'm dealing with here. <laughs> number 10... Hairy camera. <laughs> Hairy camera. C A M E R A. Hairy camera. It's another female diva. Ma- it's got to be Mar- oh. Mariah. It is. Kerry. Yeah. There we go. Sometimes he just sees them. It didn't even get the clue for that one. No, because I was waiting for. Um, I looked for Mariah Kerry and every single time he said diva. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry about that. So, just to clarify there, that you might have got an abrupt uh, bit of editing there in the podcast where the microphone ran out of batteries. Steve just ran to the little corner shop to get some new ones. Fuck me. So it's a- you know what? I went in there and I was like, batteries. And he looked at me like I was talking gobbledygook. I was going, batteries, like remote control, batteries. I went, Duracell. And he pulled out some condoms. <laughs> and no, no, Duracell. And, and I, I was lucky I saw him. I went, no. He went, oh, God. Yeah, so there you go. And then he bought condoms for you lot. Had I gone down well with the wife. Um, yeah, so um, just to clarify, I got every single answer right after the thing. Yeah, you've off. missed a couple of bits at the end of the quiz. Steve got a uh, hairy camera. <laughs> you got the hairy camera and sweaty Ken. <laughs> I think you missed them. Yeah. Uh and you've missed Rockbusters, but I will put them on uh, Instagram at some point this week, so don't yeah. worry about that. We're, we're moving on to the Hall of Fame. Mm. It's another special one. I'm so sorry about Rockbusters. Do, we, do, we, do it quickly? You can be asked? I, I can, Let's do it, because no one listens to it, so it's only me. <laughs> can quickly give you Rockbusters. Number one, a walking stick designed specifically for travelling measures of 1,609.34 metres. And number two, you literally don't believe in anything. You literally don't believe in anything. That's Rockbusters. It was, and it is. And so we we go into the Hall of Fame. Failed rock star club Hall of Fame. Band or artist who deserve more acclaim. Failed rock star club Hall of Fame. I promise this band will not be lame. Let me out there, let me out there. Oh, who's that? 
<laughs> generic Mark music. Gallagher's in there. He's not, he's bloody not in there. Just, a generic musician. Yeah, I thought so they'd be from Manchester. Some of these guys have been in this Hall of Fame for nearly s- seven weeks now, with no food. Oh, well, longer than that, with oh. the break, oh, the, the mid-season break, yeah. break. Bloody mumps. Yeah. The little water. I was giving them a four pack of Red Stripe. Yep. It should be enough. But they're consoling themselves with the prestige and honour of being in the failed Rockstar Club Hall of Fame. Yep. Which, just to remind you, is a place for bands or artists. We think. Uh, in some way underappreciated. Either they were big at one time and then have sort of been forgotten about, lost through the cracks of culture, yep. or you know they were playing medium-sized venues where they should have been selling out arenas, mm. like Idle Wild, like Idle Wild, who, in a world where the the Hombats sell out arenas, mm. why didn't Idle Wild? That's what we ask ourselves. Last week, and- sorry, Jez. Grand Alley, yeah, Grand Alley. I mean, who I get are a bit, you know, a bit sort of wonky and don't look like pop stars, but mm. their music is so good it should be heard by more. Well, that's what we're trying to do. If they don't bother replying to people on Instagram, <laughs> then I wonder. I'd say, I'd say. Well, that's yeah, that's one way of looking at it. We are a little bit bitter. Mm. We did get some retweets from Roddy. Roddy, on yeah, Twitter, he's, he's a bit, a... bit, he's a bit more in the good books. <laughs> but yeah, um, Grand Alley didn't, didn't. No, we've had no response, sadly. Mm. I, thought we have, good, I thought it was a good one. Yeah, I was, I was, I was pleased with our effort there. So this week's um, entrance into the Hall of Fame is a little bit closer to home by my fair hand. Yep. So you're right, take, <laughs> taking the credit. Well, last week was your fair hand. Yep. True. I didn't get any credit. No. Um, so we've gone for our very own Katie for Kings. Yes, we are. Mm. Now, previously why? been interviewed on the podcast. <clears throat> yep. Previous series. Mm-hmm. Series two. I'd say that you were an early adopter for her versus mm-hmm. me, who've who've come on come on Katie for Johnny, a bit later. Johnny, Johnny come lately. Oh God! <laughs> that phrasing was deliberate, Katie. Just yeah. <laughs> FYI, yeah. he's disgusting. Um, but no, but I yeah, I would say that I've been more. I found discovered her, her music a bit later. Right now, why have. do you think that is? Probably because why didn't you listen to me all those years ago? <laughs> You've got a problem with female singers in general, haven't you? You think they a lot of them oversing. Yes. This I'll is point, this I don't is want to sound misogynistic, but No, no, this is a point <clears throat> you've made before. I think it's a legitimate <clears throat> It's not because they're female, no. it's because that style of singing with the sort of riffing and the, the way the kind of kind of yeah, thing. Not I, staying on a note for very long. Yeah. I've always had a small problem with it. But there's some artists I think are bloody marvellous. <laughs> Bjork classic example um, but yeah I I would say that because I've got to know her more I've opened my mind more towards her music than perhaps I would have done in the past mm-hmm. and that's on me that's my shame mm-hmm. and I think the one song that I I climbed under was probably her one called Spiders Spiders in my room Spiders in my room that one mm-hmm because there's, I write it down the lyric because it was the lyric that jumped out at me, and it normally sometimes it, all it is is a lyric of some yep. bands that is Not enough even for a, me yeah, the whole to, song, just one line to hook onto. So yep. I, something, I often need something to kind of hook onto yep. to kind of fall for. So this lyric is what I kind of jump, hooked onto. I keep all the hoodies from the boys I broke the hearts of, and the shirts I wear to bed are for the bands that they're a part of, and nobody knows that's just how it goes. And I just thought it was a really cool lyric, and I could I could empathise. I could I could relate to it. I guess like you can imagine, kind of like boys. You've, you've boys slept with a lot of boys in bands. Well, boys in bands, right? With their band T-shirts and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And you, as a partner of someone that's in a band, it doesn't have to be a boy, it could be a girl, but kind of like that kind of relationship with their kind of T-shirt, for example, and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff, or the hoodies that they've made, and yep, and you know, just b- borrowing your boyfriend's hoodie or your girlfriend's knickers. I don't know, but yeah, but I just thought it was something that I just I kind of connected with as a as a lyric, and that was mm-hmm. enough for me to go under. And I thought that I read out the song, and it's a really weird middle eight in that song. And I still to this still now can't work out if I really like it or don't like it. It's kind of the middle eight. That sort of weird it cool change. Just, yeah. It just changes out of nowhere, and yeah, I think I like it, but it always comes out of nowhere for me. You find it quite jarring. Yeah, yeah, I did. I think the first song, first time I was like, whoa, where did that chord come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I li- I definitely like it. Yeah. I like the jar of like it kind of change, it, it wakes you up a bit. But yeah. I don't know what you think, like generally. But this is 
this is my words, yep. not the words of Shaking Stevens or anyone. <laughs> or classic sub. I say um, that her songwriting is basically kind of based around classic subjects, right? Yeah. Of the idea of love, loss, heartbreak, and yearning, mm-hmm. and they're kind of timeless subjects. Mm-hmm. And for me, I've, I get a bit of a Stevie Nicks kind of vibe off her. Mm-hmm. And I, if I, if I don't want to say Taylor Swift because I know that's quite an obvious, and I don't want to be lazy, but I get that kind of old school kind of way of writing songs yeah well I, I know she's a big Joni Mitchell I write I don't know I write Janice Joplin <clears throat> um, but yeah I, that's from all the so I've been listening to a lot of her stuff recently obviously knowing that we're going to talk about on the podcast I thought mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be delving in more and I get those feelings as well and I get that just that idea I guess that the kind of song the subjects are often about that and quite they feel right raw I guess and quite open well, yeah, it's interesting knowing her hmm. as we do. Like, you uh, kind of it gives you an insight into the the sort of style of the songs and what she was sort of thinking. And I sort of get that she's kind of that interesting use of the word yearning. Mm-hmm. I I feel like she's somebody who's all always like yearning for something, something more. Yeah, than she's got. Yeah, which is a, you know a lot of people have. You like you just. Never quite rest, not never resting on the laurels, like mm. in you know romantic situations or you know musical situations or whatever. Like always on to the next thing. Mm. You know what I mean? I think that it's like sort of pining for something else. Yeah, it's a drive. It's a driving force sometimes to keep mm. you going, but also it can also leave you forever unsatisfied yeah. in general because yeah. you are never. It's hard to find contentment, and I empathise with that. Yeah. And actually, it's funny enough, it's funny you say that, because I was talking to her on Saturday about exactly the same thing, just generally talking about it, and mm-hmm. that when we were in a band, nothing was ever good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Like we've spoken about this before in the podcast, but nothing was ever good enough, and it was always, I never kept anything, because I was like, this is just a stepping stone for me, yeah. this is not, this is we just... We haven't reached the destination. Yeah, is, it's yeah. just a journey, and it's not, it's... And I never appreciate anything that I was doing because of that, and now in hindsight, looking back on it, I regret that. Mm-hmm. You should have appreciated the journey rather yeah. than the... Oh, it's too late now. ...thinking about the destination. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And that idea of yearning, I guess, isn't it? And that. Yeah. I just I just think that's her sort of, that's her personality, and w- which is what makes her such a good songwriter, I think, because she's always... Mm-hmm. Yeah, always... always Not always sad, but always worried about something or always hoping for something, always kind of wanting something more. Which- You might recognise me from my collaborations with Radiohead and Stephen Hawking. I actually did a lot of his heavy lifting for him. Anyway, I'm here to tell you about Best Days Vintage. If you like sustainable vintage fashion, feel-good prints and positive well-being, then they're the guys for you. Visit them at 40 Old Lane, Colchester, or online at bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Peace out, mother crushers. Which is, I was talking to Vanessa, our friend Vanessa, who's a music industry bigwig, mm-hmm. the other day about how she remembers when I told her the reason we didn't get anywhere with our band is because I'd never had my heart broken. Which I... I don't want to say I genuinely believe that, but I think that definitely plays into... I think I would have written better songs if if I had been truly heartbroken. And I haven't been. Which is not something I'm complaining about. It's just mm. the circumstances mm-hmm. of my yeah. life. That's just way Who's to say it won't happen in the future? No, well, you just don't know. <clears throat> no. But you know what I mean? She seems to be able to channel that kind of... She channels sadness really well, I think. Yeah. Into a song. Well, I think she's always said, doesn't she, that she uses music as a way of getting <coughs> those kind of weird feelings and noises out of her head. Yeah. But one of the things that I don't know if it's just with Katie or young, I think it's just young artists in general is like how the games changed so much when we were. Is now this obsession with numbers 
and how the music industry has changed so much. Um, so that they're basically emerging artists. So it feels like they're under more and more pressure to build an audience before anyone will even yeah. look at them. Yeah. And everyone is like to be taken seriously. You have to yeah. have a certain amount of. And you're like people are forever releasing inverted commas singles, yeah. and effectively what they are is just putting songs on Spotify. In my, for what I can see, the idea of releasing a single has changed to when yeah. we were actually you know doing it properly and it's like and the pressure of like building an audience on tiktok building an audience on instagram building an audience on youtube creating streams on spotify is where it seems to be always at now mm-hmm. and it's plus on top of that you've still got the things that were important to us when we were playing which was like how many people can you get to your gig mm-hmm. how good is your gig Yep. How many records? How many have you been playing in the radio? Those yep. things are still as important as they were as as important, but you've not got the added pressure of building fans yep. and TikTok the hard streams and yeah, and the work that's involved in building const- community. Yeah, constant content, <clears throat> constant contact with your fans yeah. and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, which wasn't really around in our day. Really. Yeah, it's a bit of a head fuck. Yeah, because basically you'd play a gig, you'd get to know people, and effectively you'd be off, and you wouldn't really see them, see them again. Ooh, but no real way of. No, we would. How would you? On your mobile phone, you'd have, yeah. we'd have mobile phones, so you'd, be, you'd text people maybe, but mm. it was kind of. Even that we were only really doing towards the end. Yeah. We hadn't really cottoned on to that fact that you've really got to sort of cherish your fan base and mm. kind of have that yeah. community with them. Yeah. Sort of. It was at the beginning kind of stages of that yeah. kind of social media community, yeah. but the idea that you have to to be popular in this day and age, you have to have yeah, many thousand followers and how many streams you have and all this sort of stuff and the pressure of like being some songwriter now is so different or musician now is so different and even, not just singer somewhat but band, everyone who's in mm. that world and no it one takes like it seriously game, now yeah, yeah it's no you're not taken seriously unless you've got I don't know how many followers like, if there's yeah. like a cut off point is there a cut off point I don't, I don't know knows. I don't know <laughs> yeah but you'd, yeah, you'd still hope that the music would speak for itself but mm. it, it feels like that maybe it doesn't it doesn't anymore because I've, I find with Katie like literally everybody any time I play it or any time I see her play live it's always such a positive reaction like without fail mm. like when we we would play and it'd be like some people would say oh that, that was great oh where can I find mm. your stuff or whatever but few and far between mm. so it's every time like every time she plays in the shop or whatever somebody will message me and say oh my god that that girl can sing mm. or like when I play the music in the shop like if I queue one up somebody will go who's this this is brilliant or you'll say oh this is Katie who works here and they'll be like wow this is amazing and they'll start following her on TikTok mm. so I, like why does that not translate into why doesn't it sort of snowball I, I, you know it should be that she's like a word of mouth sensation mm. and you know I suppose that's why we're doing this do you think it's because there's more and more people that people are bombarded by there's, well, good there's musicians so much, and yeah, so much media that it's hard to it's, even though people think you're good within 30 seconds you've moved on to something else because the next, good, yeah. the next thing's bombarding you and it's harder to you can't you just haven't no one's got the brain power to do everything well, yeah well I must admit Chloe like often cues Katie stuff but then she'll also cue other female artists and I'm like oh is this Katie it, like it sounds a bit like her I'm like when I think about it it's like oh Jesus there's so many good good artists out there who are struggling to be her it's mm. like it's it's really difficult mm. It's always been difficult. But, it's always been difficult, but, on the but bright it's just a diff- it's, different kind of difficult. It's a different kind of difficult, but then all the bright side is that you have the opportunity for people to hear you that you wouldn't yeah. have had before. Yeah. It's a funny old... Funny That's old it, world. there's more people trying, I guess, or mm. more people putting stuff on these platforms, but at least it's it's easier to get your music heard. Mm-hmm. The, in our day, there were less people having a crack at it, but there wasn't so many platforms mm. or ways... You literally had to get played on the radio for anyone to hear. What, what did you when you because you're more skilled in the art of music than I am? What was it? Thank that you very you, much. <laughs> pleasure. What was it that you that you saw or you heard or what was it that you connected with? Because you would honestly, if, well, I remember you saying it first off. Yeah, like, I, I straight away it's her voice because I've always thought she just sings so effort, effortlessly. And like so effortlessly nails every note. Like I've never heard her sing a bad note. Like it's always, always bang on. So I noticed that straight away. Like really pure, on the note every time. And then I noticed that the songs were strong. Like there's choruses and there's, because mm-hmm. you know she do always do a few covers and you, 
you know, most people who are sort of singer-songwriters just an acoustic guitar, they'll do some covers and then they'll do their own. And the, uh, their own ones would sort of... You could tell. You could, you'd be like, oh, well, that's... You know, you've thrown in an original there, but maybe you should just stick to the covers. Mm. With Katie, I look forward to the originals. Because I think they're, like, they're just... The songwriting's good. Like, I think lyrically they're strong. I think melodically they're strong. I think structure, you know... I think, you know, I think she co-writes with people, like... I'm not sure it's, like, people or some a guy or who she writes with but whoever they are it's a combination that works really well hmm. because yeah the song I think the songs are strong it's brave because I always think it's really hard to keep anyone's attention when you're just you and your guitar yeah like a gig yeah it's you, brave you to have do. to be doing something special you have to be rocking out or doing something yeah. or have something that keeps people's attention because yeah Let's be honest, we've been guilty of in the past of being switching off when people have been doing this. Oh, yeah. I've numerous times used to take a piss out of that. But kind <laughs> That's of. Man in a coffin. Just, yeah, just like. Uh, yeah, it can, it can blur into one. Yeah, massively just can. Like, and it still can, but also, part of me has also come around to the idea that, you know, fair play to people for doing it because yeah. anyone that steps up and does anything, we sh- you should You've got be to applaud. More... But I think with her, it's the, like, it's the voice. <clears> like, <throat> because, you know, she's not performance wise and, you know, she's not like a sort of outrageous extrovert performer yeah. but it, the voice grabs you straight away or it grabbed me straight away mm. and I think it does with most most people like they see her for the first time they're like first song she does you're like whoa that girl can mm. sing but then we've had like you know, we've had different people work here that got like Amber mm. like she's got a great voice as well right yeah but true. it's just a different oh it's a different style but it's yeah I always thought with Amber she was trying to imitate someone she wasn't being herself yeah this, I mean, hopefully you're not listening, Amber. But I, yeah, I always, oh, maybe oh, maybe this is constructive criticism. I, yeah, I always thought she was trying to. It wasn't her authentic self. It felt like she was sort of putting something on. That's just that's just my opinion. Mm. Like the sort of Winehouse. But you don't get that with facts. No, I don't get that with Katie. Um, Again, just my opinion. Mm, well, that's why. That's why you're here to give it. Yeah, I think she's being herself. So t- and she I deserves re- to be heard by more people. She does finish off I said I, read, I pulled this off I, I actually these aren't my words this is off of some magazine it's a mix of infatuation and nostalgia with a side of uncertainty yep I felt that was kind of quite yeah that sounds about apt. right yep like, a generous side of uncertainty yeah I prefer mac and cheese on the side. <laughs> so yeah there you go and what song what song are we done because oh, actually yes. funny enough True. it was actually quite hard wasn't it yeah it was yeah it was like Quite a diff- difficult to strum. Yeah. In fact, it's it was, quite a lot of words to fit in. It was difficult to get, fit the melody in, and yep. it was a, an interesting rhythm. Yeah, I th- I feel feel like we played it differently and sang it differently to how she plays it. Right? I mean, there was two of us but yeah. <laughs> to do one girl's job. Uh, but we do a song called "City," which is my personal favourite of her. Mm-hmm. What's your favourite spiders? Spiders. Spiders in. I like the impersonator room. one as well. Yeah, that's a good co- good chorus. Yeah. So yeah, those three. Start off with those three. She's on Spotify, obviously. Yeah. KT Four Kings. Uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. If you haven't already heard, I'm guessing a lot of you have already listened mm. to it. Who, who? Uh, and bearing in mind, come in here. But yeah, even we did it in one take. So yeah, always, always bear in mind. Probably could have done it better. But I don't think we made any. No. Not as noticeable fuck ups. I didn't as, make any. No- I've I lost my way a few times yeah. in strumming, but I didn't. I I could have done it better. But yeah, I, you know, I could have melodically. I was a bit uncertain mm. on some little bits. So I didn't mm. commit to them as much as I would yeah, have. We never like to commit. You always yeah. got to commit. You got it. You so got yeah. it. Welcome, but, yeah, Katie. Welcome into the Hall of Fame, Katie Four Kings. Sorry about all the sweaty boys in there. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they're all if gentlemen. You, if, if if you're struggling, go and find Mark Nielsen. <laughs> yeah. He'll look after you. He's a <laughs> It'll get you interested. He's a top geezer. Yeah. yeah. Don't play him at poker, though. Yeah, he'll stitch you right up. Mm. Okay, so we'll move on to a regular feature, which I like to call. <clears throat> oh, that little bit found weird when you beat him out. Now, this was a recommendation by a uh, friend of ours. Uh, she would like us to. Winona Riders. Winona, Big... <laughs> Winona Ryder? Winona, Winona, well, it actually doesn't mention Winona Ryder, oh. but the song is called Winona's Big Brown Beaver. Now, uh. yeah, so I assume it's meant to be a funny 
Nimic. Right. You can judge for yourself whether it is. Okay. Well. It's by a band called Primus. Does that mean if, anything to you? If everyone goes quiet, it's because I've edited it out. <laughs> it came out in 1995. I know Prim- Primus. I think I've heard yeah, of them. Yeah, I've heard of Primus. But this song... Basically, our friend Chloe, or our employee Chloe, employee and friend, family really, uh, I said, what's, what's a good lyric to read out on the podcast? This is what she's gone with. <clears throat> okay, so just to make sure you don't take the blame for it. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Winona's got herself a big brown beaver and she shows it off to all her friends one day you know that beaver tried to leave her so she caged him up with cyclone fence along came Lou with the old baboon Luke Carpenter (laughs) I don't know she doesn't specify his last name and said recognise that smell (laughs) smells like seven layers that beaver eats Taco Bell now, Rex, he was a Texan. Interestingly, Taco Bell was around in 1995. Oh, yeah. I well, in America it would have been. Oh, I don't think we got it until later. Yeah. Uh, and he travelled with the carnival shows. He ran bumper cars, sucked cheap cigars, and he candied up his nose. Ah, uh, uh, Rex. Come on. Yeah, that's Rex. Uh, he got wind. Oh. <laughs> no, he feels. Let me finish. Oh. Of the big brown beaver. Oh. So he thought he'd take himself a peek. But the beaver was quick, and he grabbed him by the kiwis. <laughs> that is now, yeah, I assume so, because now he ain't pissed for a week. Oh. And a half, in brackets. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific. Okay. Now, Winona took her big brown beaver, and she stuck him up in the air. Said, I sure do love this big brown beaver, and I wish I did have a pair. Now, the be- that's pair, P-A-I-R. Oh. A, a, a brace, if you oh, will. Okay. Uh, now the beaver once slept for seven days, and it gave us an all it gave us all an awful fright. So I tickled his chin, and I gave him a pinch, and the bastard tried to bite me. Mm-hmm. It would, it's a wild animal. Winona loved her big brown beaver, and she stroked him all the time. Oh, I see what I've done there. That's very clever. They're making it like an innuendo there. <laughs> yeah, I always thought I was actually picturing an, an actual beaver. Well, there you go, like Chris Packham. She pricked her finger one day, and it occurred to her. Hmm? She might have a porcupine. And that's it. That's the twist at the end. Ah, see, it's very clever. A very subtle innuendo. And that was Primus's f- opening single from their 1995 album, Tales from the Punch Bowl. <laughs> it was nominated for the Grammy Award for Best Hard Rock Performance in 1996. Well, there you go. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Sorry. Was there melody? Is there even a chorus? Or is it just, I, well, just I haven't a heard the songs. I haven't heard the song. It doesn't look like there's a repeated bit, like a chorus. Well, it was a, so it's got a, it's got a video as well. <clears throat> okay, I've never heard of a song, but it sounds no, like the, just the ramblers it of a teenage right boy. Up your Strasser. thinking he's being funny. Well, there you go. Let's end with some wisdom from this is this is Mr. Jake Humphreys. This is my reading book. I've just I know I've been mentioning him a lot, but I just I've nearly finished him now, so. It's not. You've nearly finished him off. Nearly finished Jake Humphrey off. It's not just Jake Humphrey, actually. Yeah, but this one isn't. Uh, Hang on. So this is a bit at the end. I just thought it was interesting because we talk about failure here quite a lot of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Like you're only a failure if you don't try. Yeah, that's the ethos of the podcast. And this is like the end of it. It's like the idea is like the courage to perform. All of us experience failure, and failure is scary. It makes us want to give up. We've also seen that failure isn't something to be afraid of. If we never fail, that would mean we've never tried. Bloody hell. Oh, there it is. I know, this is why. Essence of FRC. (laughs) Failure can even be useful. Mm -hmm. It's the quickest way to work out what not to do after all. You might recall Tracy Neville. (laughs) Her mantra from the England Roses. You had to get used to failing, failing fast and getting better. Dr. Tracy Neville got a mention on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, do you know it's just Phil Neville's twin? Sister, yeah. Yeah, twin? Yeah. Okay. I knew that. Not just a sister? Yeah, twin sister, yeah. True courage, then, is about looking failure in the eye and pushing through it. It's about knowing that failure isn't something to be afraid of, and it's about not holding a grudge when those around you fail, because you know that failure is the fuel to high performance. 
when the legendary Liverpool player Steven Gerrard <laughs> came in the podcast, he was unequivocal, unequivocal about the power of failure. I think sometimes failure helps you to become better. <laughs> so, lovely little mm. Steve Gerrard quote at the end. I'll, just, I'll skip a bit, but it goes, perhaps we can't eradicate our fear of fa- our fear of failing, but we can look failure in the eye and embrace it. Now that's real courage. Well, of course, you know he writes a little bit part Partridgeian. There's there's but, lots obviously there's lots of yeah. voice. It's like very Partridge, but the, but the, the essence the essence is. The, yeah. is so he makes a good point. Yeah, it's hard to know because he isn't. He doesn't. I, I keep. I am winding up a bit, but it's also Professor Damien Hughes. And I do like a podcast, but you know, it's. In, well, I, I find it's interesting some of the people they interview and like some of the thoughts that come of it. But there's loads of really good stuff in this book if it if you get past the partridgeisms. Mm. But I mean, just well, I read that out because it, it's effectively what it is about being here, right? You're yeah. only a failure if you don't try. And the idea that you fail and you fail better, you fail better next time. Yeah. And it's having courage to do something. Yeah. Even if it doesn't go right, you should be applauded for actually trying to do something. Totally. Like, like this podcast. Like this podcast. Like everybody gets up and does an open mic because you might like Katie's out there trying to mm-hmm. crack a dream. People trying to act who want to go into acting who make the yep. effort to go into like do I don't know what they call them trials whatever they're called you know auditions auditions you know or make write a write a play and perform it yeah it might not go well but you look how much you learn from it all the yeah. different things you do skateboarders who are trying to do a trick and people trying to follow their dreams much better than sitting on your ass wondering not bad trying to start a business yeah wondering how it will go mm. it'll go badly but that's okay you know it's scary and it's also what i like about this what i like about it is the idea that it's recognizing that it's scary as well mm. you know that yeah, failure is, is, of course. is not it's not like you should just be blasé about it. It's, yeah. it's the fear that the real courage comes from accepting that it's scary and still push, still walking forward. Still anyway. doing it, yeah. Lovely. Thank you, Mr. Jake Humphrey. Didn't get any A levels. <laughs> he always reminds us on Twitter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I hope you enjoy our version of the song "City" by Katie for Kings. Go and listen to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, go and listen to that song I mentioned earlier. Quotations. By water out of your eyes, or whatever they were called. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll speak to you next week. Uh, have a yep. lovely time. One Remember? week closer to the podcast live. Ooh, the hype is building. And sorry about the bit in the middle where I run out of batteries, yep. because that's my fault. But you, didn't, you missed one anagram. Harry Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Don't mind. <clears throat> one take, here we go. <laughs> Eyes made out of the eye. Surely it's a damn good thing you can't stand. Morning to the light show, I go where you go. Play me that song you found last summer. Night bus, full trust, all your friends like the sound of us. Fast forward a couple of months.
I'll take one yeah. take. It's quite fast, isn't it? 